now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Okay, let me push this button. Let me go ahead and get this conversation because I'm sitting here thinking of millions of ways I want to have the conversation, and I'm getting pulled in a number of other cases other conversations because everybody's realizing I'm awake. I am awake and I'm out of bed. And this is an unscripted first thoughts of the morning frog in my throat talk about how I just got out of bed. First of all, I was shaking awakened, <laughs> meaning that um, I literally like just woke up, you know, I didn't like ease out of it. It was like, okay, wake up. Then you go like, wait, I'm awake. And I got to do a couple things like potty and all that because of TMI. But, you know, it's like, wait, it's morning already. Um, I woke up earlier and I actually did go back to sleep. Uh, and that was that was interesting because normally I have been getting up. Um, but I guess I was just a little extra, extra tired. And uh, I went back to sleep because I, I didn't get up. I didn't I didn't jump on my phone. Um, I swiped it to see if I had any, like, like, why would I have messages at five o'clock in the morning? Oh, wait, I have a business. Okay. So that's one thing. And I've got family and then I've got other work and I've got other things and then I'm I'm nosy, all of those different things. But I didn't pick up the phone, put my glasses on, get on the phone. I rolled over and I rolled over and I just went to kind of lay there and I actually fell back asleep and I actually got a couple of extra hours in an extra three or so hours in. Um, and so, um, woke up and then in the hour and a half that I've been like online and and doing some other things, I had, I had a couple of, um, inboxes about products. I got into that and then I, then I started taking on, like there was a video released this morning that I, that I used to learn, um, new stuff and, and all of that. Then I'm like, wait a minute, the morning is getting away from me. Now I'm recording this one on a Wednesday, which means I have a one thirty broadcast and believe you me, it's a quarter to 10. Now it'll be one thirty in a minute. It'll be one thirty in a minute. And, and today I need to, as a producer, I'm, I need to, I want to try another platform because, you know, things change. Things are constantly changing. And some things come, came down the pike this week as far as technology and all the platforms are getting ready to butt heads and, and, and try to win us over again. So there's some bonuses here. There's some pluses there. There's some minuses there. And, uh, and so we have to, t- I don't know about you, but every change of season, I start looking around. I'm like, okay, how does how does this get better? How does it get how does it get more affordable? How does it get where are the opportunities? Because when the seasons change, you should be willing to change too. Uh, and I I am well aware when the season changes because I live I live in a city full of trees, <laughs> so the trees are changing and all the 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 nuts are falling. The squirrels are are, are not yet running around in a in a fever, so that lets me know that we're still cool. But I see a lot of activity. And uh, I'm in a situation where I can literally look out my window. Well, of course, everybody in Atlanta. Oh, no, because there are some places where they have they have torn down all of the trees. And then there's a lot of people who now live inside the city that don't get to see this. But um, I live, there's a whole bank of trees. I've always lived where at least one side of wherever I live. And, and I'm, I'm a person, I don't move a lot. Once I get somewhere, I stay for a decade or so. Um, and so, but I've always had where one side was just greenery, brownery, change of scenery, you know. Um, and so I'm watching as the foliage 
um, begins to get ready to hibernate. And I always love, I always love when you hit, when that weekend hits and nobody has to cut grass. If you've ever had a yard, that's a thing. And I've always had a yard, but I've never done the yard work. So it was always, so I always love when it's that weekend, you can call and tell the, the lawn people, we good. Or they'll call and they'll tell you, Hey, listen, you're going to be good for a while. Uh, we'll just come through and check on this, that, and the other. Because, you know, that daily. And then, well, now the leaf blowers are going to amp up because now with all of this greenery, and I told y'all this is unscripted, so I don't even know how we got here. Um, all, Now the leaf blowers are going to amp up. But this is the time I always watch for it, and I always hope that it happens before Halloween because that lets us, if it happens before Halloween, that lets us know that we're going to have a really nice winter. And if you live in a part of the country or a part of where you live, where you really get to experience the seasons, like, you know, I don't want to ever live in a place where there's no change, you know, I'm ready for the temperature to drop. And we had, we had a great day. Like yesterday was a nice, cool day. It was in the seventies. And that meant, you know, later on after day, when the dog and I actually went out for extra time yesterday, he was trying to be nosy, some activity going on out there. Um, so he pretended like he needed to go again and we get out there. He just wants to sit. Okay. You got me. And so, um, so I'm watching, you know, here comes that hibernation time, but depending on the industry that you're in, here comes that busy time, which is the holidays. Like now from now, usually from Labor Day all the way back around to Memorial Day. If you, if you have a product, if you are a creative if you're a capitalist, <laughs> uh, you know, even if you're a consumer, this is an exciting time. And I really, t- I wanted to talk about all of that because a lot of the anxiety that I think people are going to feel right now is in their business. In fact, I had to, I had to end, I had to pause the conversation to come on at almost six minutes into this. I had to pause the conversation because a friend of mine is uh, expanding. They, they um, had a chance to do some upgrades in their business. And so we were chit-chatting. And uh, and then the conversation started to turn to business. I'm like, wait a minute, okay, let me go do this podcast. And they were like, wait, let me get back to work. Let me. Yeah, so we had to pause that, but to have something to be excited about, you know. And I think that's what this is. People are now trying to figure out, like, okay, how as a family we're gonna get together. Listen, you're gonna have Thanksgiving. Everybody's gonna need to. You're gonna need to. And and as anybody is, you can have Thanksgiving. What you can't do in the pandemic is you can't do your regular routine and then decide you want to go around family. You, what's important? That's what we want to talk about. When every day we get out of bed, you, you need to have some time with yourself and make some decisions about what's important. You know that you don't want to forego Thanksgiving. And if you don't want to forego Thanksgiving, guess what? You can't be going jumping on some planes, can't be headed out to the clubs. You can't be doing all this thing. You want to go see the, the elders, you know, and, and yes, at some point in your year, you should get, go and visit the elders. You want to bring the family together. You want to get your multi-generation together. That means that two weeks prior to Thanksgiving, everybody, every, everybody, everybody needs to shut it down. You know, only do the minimal things and start watching yourself because you don't want to go through this holiday season not seeing everybody. You don't want you don't want to. And you want to make sure that nobody is endangering you so that you don't endanger others. Because, look, I'm I'm pretty sure that was somebody that went up into that. Uh, we can't even call it a rose garden. Anyway, the, the spreader garden, the spreader garden. You know, I'm, I guarantee somebody went there just thinking, oh, here's an opportunity for me to go to the White House. Because the opportunities are coming. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of the old guard is like not impressed with the White House. So there's a lot of opportunity for people to go to the White House. And then it ended up being a super spreader event 
And there you, here's a person, here's several people, many people, because the numbers keep going because they keep spreading this thing around. And you can't do that. You know, I know that I want to go to a, a grand opening either this weekend or next weekend, right? I want to be a part of that. And that means I'm going to have to, again, go out and be around a lot of people. So I need to know where I've been prior to that. We have got to, you know, it's this whole self-monitor you know, self-regulate ourselves. And most of us do that. I'm going to, one of the things that I have said I was going to stop coming on here doing is stop letting that, letting, uh, I don't even know what percentage, let's do the 80-20. Because 80% of us, 80, 20%, it's, it's hard. It, 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 it fluctuates. It fluctuates. One of the things I wanted to say about this, let me grab the journal because I, I really want us to talk about this, is three sides. We, 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 there is no like real 80-20. There's another part today. It's actually 603010. Uh, and I didn't put my ribbon in my journal here. I'm going to go quickly to a blank page. And uh, 8020 is really 603010. Can I just say that? Because there's two sides to a story. What I said, 6030. Three sides. 10. Okay. There's really three sides. There's you. Because a lot of times in that equation, we're, we're oftentimes trying to fit in, fit into one or the other. And it, that's not how it works. Because you don't have to fit in. And that's the most empowering thing that I can tell you right now. You don't have to fit in. You don't have to blend in. You know, get your mind, get your mind right. And you don't, you don't, you won't need all of that. I'm that person. I don't have to fit in. And I was raised that way. Because I try to come home with that excuse all the time. But everybody, you're not everybody. You're somebody. Make your own way. If you're not the leader, why be in it? It's like, well, it takes everybody. Everybody. That was just a word I was never able to use. And it's okay. It's okay to get with a side. But still, because what happens is in that 80-20, we try so hard to get in that 80-20, we end up can't get out of bed. That's why mental health is such a strong issue right now. And 10 minutes into this, there it is. That's why mental health is an issue. It's such a strong issue. Not right now, forever and always. That's why our mental health is always at stake forever and always because we're told you got to be on one side or the other. Even going into this election, I don't have to be Republican or Democrat. Now, mind you, the Republican and Democrat are listed first. The incumbent is listed. But that doesn't mean that I can't do some research and look at people like, oh, but you're going to waste a vote. No, I'm going to cast my vote based on my issues. And I might, I'm going to crisscross. I'm going to go up and down. Because it's politics is, is issue-oriented. And I heard, heard a thing yesterday reiterated. Single issue. Some people are single issue. I wish more people were single issue. Because guess what? In your single issue, that aligns you. It aligns us. But it still is not 80-20. It, it, single issue doesn't mean. Because here's the thing. Once we vote for these people, once they come back and they go, We're, I'm over here on this side, I'm over here on this side. When they get back to Washington, they become more bipartisan than we really think they are. Because a lot of times if you go and look at how some of these things are initiated, how they're written, they're written across the line. A, a Democrat will get over here with a Republican, they're right, and the Republican will go, well, I, gotta, I need to have this in there. And the Democrat, hopefully they say, well, I need, oftentimes they get beat the shit out of, I'm sorry. They get they 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 give up on their stuff too often. They they just don't fight hard enough for me, and I'm so mad 
because we're here. We are here. They don't fight hard enough. First thing, when this thing happened with Trump, because they really thought Trump wasn't going to survive this thing, Biden was like, the Democrats said, we're going to cancel the ads. Why? You should amp up. Look at the disregard that this man had. Okay? I mean, I don't think they should have stopped. Well, you know, they didn't really need to because he, he shot himself in the foot with this with the news thing trying to create. But still, you're fighting for people. Are you out here fighting for people? I'm out here fighting for people. I'm out here fighting for myself, trying to get up, trying to get out of bed and get into this thing. And we're on the countdown for that. The season is changing. And and if you don't have, this is the part, the, the most egregious thing in all of this is when a person doesn't have an issue. How do you not have an issue? How in this day and age do you not have an issue? Now, this unbothered, let me write that down, okay? I, and I don't want, I, that's going to be the first word I write down. I don't know why. Because I didn't write down the others. It's a single issue. Let me write down some stuff so I feel like a mental health, honey. Mental health should always be one of your issues. Unbothered. Now, there's some unbothered people. I, I call them the 10%. And there were still a few people on my list. I'm like, you know, I was like, I, 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 I admire certain things about them. Uh, and even my the people on my unbothered list, like I, I literally have a list of people that are unbothered. Man, they are so bothered right now. They are so bothered right now. And because I have to watch, I'm like, wait, when life starts impacting them, we're in trouble. We're in trouble because they have all the resources in the world not to be, not to have to deal with any of this stuff. And when they are, when they are bothered, that means that their resources are being challenged. And if their resources are being challenged, they have all the resources in the world. And I know with my limited resources, I might need to be afraid. I need to be a little bit more worried because because I know because we're on the two two ends of the spectrum. You know, I'm not I'm not as bothered. I'm that I have limited resources. They have all the resources. So we're on the end, right? And it's usually those in the middle. You know, you kind of you kind of both of us are kind of gauging those in the middle as, as Americans are called the middle class. You know, and there there are four different ranges of middle class. And uh, and then on the ends, you have, you know, you have the extreme wealthy. And then you got, you know, it's supposed to call themselves rich. And then you got you got poverty and then you've got other levels and all these different things. And so and politics plays into that. And not only politics, but my single issue. What's my single? If you know me, you know, my single issue. When I say I have a single issue. Because all my issues derive from that single issue. My single issue is safety. So in every conversation and anything that I have, I get out of bed based on my safety. If I'm not safe, I won't make it out of bed. I won't have a good night's sleep. Last night, I heard a lot of, I heard a lot of diesel engines, right? I'm like, because I'm concerned about safety, right? And and diesel engines, hearing diesel engines overnight, these are usually first responder vehicles because they're very loud, um, construction, you know. And those are the things that, based on um, my experiences, um, mean unsafety, you know. It's like like if you're on a bus, that's a diesel. Usually they're, they're, I'm talking like a, a travel bus. 
that meant that you've cho- chosen the lowest form and, and not to offend anyone because they're very convenient, right? Because a lot of times people have to choose them because they can't fit in the time or the money of the safer travel, right? And let's think about it. Now, getting on a bus, you're quite vulnerable. You know, you're vulnerable in everything, but if you get on a plane, the vulnerability only lasts a couple of hours, if anything, right? Unless you're on a uh, intercontinental or uh, international, right? That's out, that's days, hours, right? Um, but if you're on, like, traveling, let's just say you're traveling state to state or, you know, and I'm trying to global or whatever, okay? So you can go, like, say, for instance, if I want to go to the next state over, now, I live on the state line, so easy, right? I have to drive... I could be I could be in the next state before I could actually get to the airport in my, where I live. Same distance, right? So, but let's say that I wanted to go one or two states over. If I go get on a plane, that's even though I'm in with all these other same amount of people on this you know plane as on a bus. Well, the bus is still going to take me six to eight hours just going a state over. You know, a couple of hours. I won't, I won't give them that. It just depends. It just depends, right? How many stops? You know. And so, therefore, you're vulnerable for two hours or you're vulnerable for six hours, just to give a reference, right? Six hours until the next next city, even though it's two hours away, right? Safety is my single issue, if I had to say a single issue. With that being my single issue, me having a priority for my safety means that no matter what issue I'm going into or I'm addressing, I can talk about it as it relates to my safety. If if I'm unsafe, if I go around people that are unbothered, they unbothered because they got resources, it's probably safe. That's one of one of the reasons they, they have those resources because they want to be, they want a certain level of safety. You know, I just want to be able to sit and enjoy, let some sunlight in, Nobody invade on my space. Don't come into my space uninvited. Don't cause harm. Don't cause harm to anyone in my presence, okay? Um, Don't, you know, just all of those things, right? Based on my resources, let me get to the best safety based on my resources. And those those are the things that I have had to be comfortable with, and I have made all kind of allowances for uh, beyond allowances for as a mom with kids, I'm like, I need to raise my children in the safest community possible. Here's what it's going to take for me to do that. Here's how much I've got to work. Here's how much I've got to spend. Here's where I've got to sacrifice this in order to have this, that, and the other. So, you know, here's how we're going to do this. Here's what recreation is going to look like because we got to be safe. Here's how we're going to, where we're going to eat. Here's where we're going to shop. Here's where we're going to do this. Safety. Here's where, here's where you're going to get your education because safety is my single issue. Now, now that it's just me that I need to think about in safety and still as a mom, you know, I'm like, okay, when, when the last time I heard from this one, where is this one? Where, now, I'm, I'm that mom. We're not going days and I ain't talked to you. You know, and or I haven't found out about you. Like I understand, you know, I'm a mom there, and me calling and checking on you and all that. You know, that that makes you feel, makes you, you know, like okay, it's I'm, I'm smothering, but I got one, 
I can call, okay, what's this one doing? Where's that one? Oh, they good, they good. They good. I got a call yesterday, my son. Okay, I heard, I, I, I'm giving you a call. I heard you've been asking, you know, here's where I am. Here's an update. This, that, and the other. But I knew that he was, he had some decisions to make. He was working through some things. And I didn't want to influence that. Because one of the things that we did in our family was we sat down one day. And we realized, like, wait a minute. We're causing, we're intimidating each other. We're causing some extra anxieties up in here. You know, one feeling like this was judging and that, that. No. First of all, everybody go out there and live your lives. I'm your mother. So, yeah, I'm going to be critical about a lot of things. I'm going to be afraid of for a lot of things. But as long as I'm comfortable with that, you're okay, I'm going to be okay with it. You know, uh, tell me what it is you need me to not to do or not to let you know I'm doing. Well, here's what I need you not to let me know you're doing. Don't do this. Don't do anything that's going to break my heart. Don't do anything that anybody's got to deliver me, any kind of news. And we're good. And make sure I always have a way to reach you. And I know what part of this planet you are on. Because this generation behind us, you look up one day they're here and one day they're on the other side of the dead going planet. It happened. But I want them to be able to live freely like that. But understand, mommy, what's mommy's single issue? Is that you are safe. As long as you are safe, do you. I want you to go out in this world. I want you to find people that love you just as much as I do, willing to make the same kind of sacrifice. I don't even want y'all to have to make sacrifices. I just want, because one thing I, I know that I love about my children is I know what makes them happy. And there's, I know what makes them blush. You know, I know what gives them joy. And I want everything in your life to do that for you. That's all parents want. It's like, because I know I had to question that a time or two. It's like, man, are there people in my life that don't want me to experience this amazing joy that I get and the respect that I get? When you get to a point in life where you have to question that about people around you, whether it be people you work with or friends or even family, you don't want to have to have those kinds of questions in your heart, your mind and your soul in places that you have to dwell. You got to dwell at home. You got to dwell at work. You shouldn't have to blend so totally into the 80-20. Break that down to the 60-30-10. 80-20 don't work for me. It's Because there's three sides of this thing. And I need to make sure that my single issue, my single issue of safety, can't. it's not a priority in 80-20. It's not. Because if it was, we wouldn't have the crime that we have. We wouldn't have, people wouldn't be out there dealing, like, if you're dealing with that every, I tell people every day, when people ask me how I'm doing this, how do you do that, how do you do that, and I'm like, well, safety is my single issue. First, I start there, and I'm like, and then, and then I find out, I'm told every day of what people, I mean, because I, I, I do some consulting when I feel like it. And when I listen to people, this is how I started doing how to get out of bed. And I'm like, and I would say to them, how do you get out of bed? It's like, you, wait, wait, you can't, you can't be your, you can't be yourself. You got this dream and you're trying to hide over here doing it. You're trying to hide doing it. They were like, well, can, can I do this? Can I do it under another name? Can I do it under, can I get, can I get away with this, that, and the other? I'm like, no, this is something you live out loud in your truth. And you know, you 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 want to you you create you want to paint you can't say in your household that you want to be a painter okay now mind you yeah you got to keep your job because you know everybody got to be everybody got to be safe that's me right 
you know, you we have accountabilities, but look at how you light up when you talk about it. Look at how you light up when you're doing it. How you how you express it. A whole that's a whole another person. You shouldn't have to be go somewhere to be a whole other person. You shouldn't have to shut it all down. You got to fix that, and that's probably why you're listening to how to get out of bed because you see me. I fix this stuff. There are people. There are people. I've been. I have been walked into the spaces. It had somebody across the room felt like I walked into that space with just a little bit too much confidence. Don't even know me. I don't even know them. We don't know. Nobody knows each other. Like, but I came in there, and I wasn't. I, I my esteem was a little bit too high, and they were making their business. They were making their business to enter into your space, and 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 throughout every in, in, encounter, they are there to take a little bit away from you. Again and again and again. Got to learn how to recognize this. See, my single issue being what? Safety? I catch that. I catch that real quick. Because you're not going to, you're not going to groom me. Okay? You're not going to, you're not going to come and affect, like uh, Cat Williams said, it's called self-esteem. How can I change the way you feel? About, how do, how do, how you, how do you allow somebody to change the way you feel about yourself? We do ourselves enough harm. I do myself enough harm. I got more more voices in my head to say, "Don't do this, don't do that," than to listen to some. I I can't even. There's so much going on. I don't even hear somebody. Else. You might have told me, "Don't do that." You might have said, I, "I don't like her." Hey, I got three days out. I got three days out of the the month, the week, or whatever that I don't like myself. It it comes out on this part, y'all. Let me tell y'all this day. I can't stand me. But also talking through each day on this daily living podcast, I have found better days. I have found more days. I have found so many days to appreciate myself. Because I say out loud, man, look what's going on in this world. It's like, wait, that has never happened to me. I love saying that. That has never happened. And there is one thing, speaking of safety, one of the reasons safety is my single issue, because, you know, I came through a time when there was a lot of things happening to a lot of people. And and what happens is when you absorb the imagery of that over and over and over again, and again and again and again, your mind, your body, your soul doesn't know whether or not I have to tell myself, wait, that didn't happen to you. That didn't happen to you. It did not happen. You felt like hell for that not to happen to you. And and then I get to that moment of celebrate. I'm like, damn, I do fight like hell. It's like I I stop people like, girl, you stop people in their tracks. You will cut a mojo off. They're sitting there like, wait, what happened? No, I need to apologize. No, you don't. Oh, I've got to get your book. No, you don't. I need to buy some stuff. No, actually, you don't. Because you're trying to remind them, trying to remind themselves that they have devalued you in some way. The people, people say that stuff out loud. Learn how to hear it. Learn how to, you ain't got to listen for it, but because it's gonna be said. It's gonna be said to you. It's said to me. It's said to everybody. Learn how to hear it, because it will be said. Learn how to hear it. That's that eighty twenty. But this life is not eighty twenty. It's sixty thirty and ten. There are three sides to this thing, and you are a side. You don't have to blend in. You don't have to fit in. You can be yourself. And that's and I'm not saying stand out in a snobbish way. 
It's like, if it's not good for you, it's not good for you. If it's not best for you, it's not best for you. If it's not meant for you, it's not meant for you. It's not yours. Whether it's good or bad, it might not be yours. And guess what? It's okay because all of us can achieve what's ours. And that's what we need to be concerned with. But then there are those of us that are concerned that once we got ours, I got I got mine, I want to help somebody else. Now, there's another one. Once we got ours, I got mine, get yours. No. And here's how I got this. Somebody, I woke up this morning, and one of the reasons I did end up on my phone 28 minutes into this, a little longer than I should, was because there was a testimony. There was a testimony. I was tagged in the testimony of somebody saying how much they appreciate me. Now, the voice that I went to bed with yesterday was still trying to figure out, like, well, damn. And I did a lot for a person. What happened? But then I get up this morning, and they, because I'm scrolling through some memories, and I'm like, I don't even want to share this. I can't even share this. You know, because this was the person that took advantage. I can't share that. All that I was doing. But then I get up this morning, and their, this person's memory, they saw, wow. They saw extensive the extensive um, support that I had given to them over the years. To the point, I didn't even realize that they were the same person. <laughs> because, they, because they saw me doing a thing. And they were like, well, I know how to do that, too. They decided they were going to revamp theirs. And, I'm like, and I said to them, I didn't even know you did that. Because I would have come to you instead of going where I went, right? I would have I would have gone to them. But I remember we're on another platform. We're all on another platform. I'm trying to remember which one. Uh, and I assisted them there with a business venture they were doing. And, and a very creative person. And shout out to Shana. Um, very creative. She actually came to one of the breakfasts we did four years ago. So I guess she got a memory of, and that's probably what's in the memories. I hadn't even looked down the memories because uh, four years ago, it's literally four years ago, I did, uh, um, as part of my exit strategy, I did a series of breakfast and breakfasts. Can I, is that how I say I did a series of breakfasts and um, invited people to come to the table with mentors because why, as, whereas I needed these mentors, I could have gone to, and think about this, I could have gone to the mentor and say, listen, I'm ready to shut down a part of, uh, I'm ready to shut down my blog, um, and I need to figure out, you know, what's the exit strategy, and um, because I'm, I'm want to take, you know, a year off, that's what I said, I really, really want to take a year off, I wanted to create some passive income with it, I wanted to kind of maintain the audience in case I decided to do some things, but here's what I need to do. So four years ago, uh, I went to a conference and, you know, started doing a lot of research and looking for exit strategies. Not a lot of conversation about exit strategy out there. So let me just double check our time here because I want to make sure that we, we're going to go into a little bit of story time. We're at the 30 in case you need to stop, but um, let me wrap this up for you. So I wanted a, I wanted an exit strategy of being an influencer because I, I needed for people to, hey, listen, I'm getting ready to go through something. I need y'all to like stop. I'm not trying to influence you in this part. Um, but luckily for me, I had some great mentors that I could tap into that helped me through. And I said, well, let me continue to share. And so four years ago, as I was getting ready to leave entertainment side of things uh, and, my, uh, and say to people, hey, my blog, my blogging is going to look a little bit different. Um, in developing this exit strategy, I start, I hosted these breakfasts, breakfasts. I host a breakfast once a month on uh, first Wednesday, which is what today is. First Wednesday, full circle. Okay, I always recognize your full circle moments. And so um, I invited all these great mentors that I was going to consult with. And, and as I consulted with them, in exchange, I said, hey, 
why don't you um, come and serve as a mentor at the breakfast? And then they could get more business because I'm exiting, right? And so I brought all of the mentors that, that I had turned to and, and looked to and uh, knowing or unknowingly um, and got amazing information of how I needed in, to transition in my exit strategy. And I brought them to the table once a month, a group of them, at least three to four, not even like one, like three to four um, to the table. And, and they, and they have, here's how these people help me. And I think they can help you. And it was some amazing strategy sessions. Uh, I documented it as much as I could. Uh, unfortunately, I think I put some of it, too much of it on Periscope, which they ended up uh, deleting after two years. But fortunately, I, I always knew to put it all around. So there, a lot of it was on, thank God, a lot of it was on Facebook and some of it on YouTube. Um and then, of course, on many of these devices that I have around here, uh, as, as I maintain, and in the cloud as well. But the memories are coming back up because, you know, on Facebook that, and in your photos, you get these memories. So she apparently probably saw her memory of uh, participating, and she actually documented some of this uh, event. And so she probably saw that, and then she goes, wow, here you are again. And, and that's what she said, here you are again, assisting me again. And knowing that and reminding me um, and thanking me and just so much amazing gratitude um, in, in the post. And I'm so thankful for that, you know. So that's a great, that was a great testimony. And then that's why I say it's not 80-20, it's 60-30-10, it's three. It's not two sides, it's three sides. There's three sides of that. Um, and one of those sides should be your single issue. Be able to be able to point to a single issue. If you got multitude of issues, start working on them. You know, if you got them, you got them, and that's understood because and you will have them until you really learn to prioritize. Because you know, you when you think you have a multitude of issues, that could be the second tier, the third tier, right? Go try to, you know, box them, compartmentalize them, so that. Because guarantee you, because if you don't address that one thing, it will spawn off into other things. Like if you take an org chart and flip it upside down, okay, you got a housing issue, you got an employment issue, you got a health issue, you got an education issue. Okay, well, why haven't we addressed those things? Okay, come on down to the tier, you know. Okay, well, the housing issue, uh, more than likely tied to that employment issue, right? Employment issue more than likely tied to that education issue, right? And 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 health issue, you know, if you if you live in certain areas, you may be predisposed to having certain health issues because in that community, there's some issues that's not addressed. Environmental could be a thing, right? All of those. So what's the one? What's the one that could take priority? Okay, well, the education, learn something. Okay, so get certified in something, learn a skill, or bring forth the skill that you have. Monetize the skill that you have, because let me tell you, there I have I have served in, in if I had gone to some of these companies and said to them, the comp- the experience that I have right now, there is nobody that could have put me on their payroll, at the level that I am as far as education, but as far as the experience, let me tell you, I know some, I know world leaders. I, 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 my, my, I don't even save numbers. I can't even save numbers in my phone. Cause if anybody ever got a hold of my phone, I'm like, people like, people call me and I go, hello. They were like, wait, you don't have my number saved? Child, 
Can you imagine somebody got a hold of this phone? Hey, your numbers? I can't even save numbers based on the phone calls that I get. So if somebody takes my phone, they ain't, they have nothing. They're gonna be like, wait, she don't even have music on. <laughs> right? I can't. I have to delete uh inboxes and texts and all that kind of stuff. The people that I converse with. It's like no. Because in one, if something happened to you and go down <laughs> with you, right? Because what's my single issue? Safety. Don't and listen, and don't be saving my number. I'm just saying, because I I've had those calls. Do you know? Nope, not like that. I don't. I don't know them like that. I see that you're from. No, you don't. I see that you're friends with so and so. I've had those calls at all levels. I'm like, wait a minute. I see that you're friends with so and so. Do you know that? He, listen, that's a public page. Those are readers. Okay, not friends. Those are listeners, followers. I don't. In, I don't even initiate friend request so my let me tell you all of my following is legit i haven't i didn't buy any i didn't pay for any i didn't initiate it okay only only ones i initiated are twitter that was and that was back in the day when i was well into my the profession of entertainment blogging and uh those are the only ones instagram um facebook mm mm-mm I went on Facebook. I created a public page. Those are friend requests that come in. They don't go out. Uh, and, the, and those are things. And look, and go look at the system. It'll tell you. It'll tell you out. Because what's my number one? What's my single issue? Safety. And if my single issue is keeping me safe, my single issue is keeping you safe. Okay, let's go back to the thing. Okay, so so as you can see, though, even though we started with four things, it health, and what did we say? Housing. Uh, employment, health, and education. And we realized that only one of those things, because guess what? Housing, you could change your housing and put yourself in a better situation for employment, health, and education. You could change your education and put yourself in a better position for health, employment, and housing. You can change your, uh, what's the other one? Health, uh, not health, uh, employment, and that'll, so again, it comes back to, you know, now for me, if those are my four, what's my single issue? Safety. I'm not going to choose a housing where I'm not safe. I'm not going to choose an employment where, and, and a lot of, and a lot of people are unsafe in their employment. I, I told, tell you guys all the time when I, when I went into the kitchen and I started, I joined, wanted to join an association in the kitchen and I was starting to research associations and I found one for women. And then they were like, well, the number one issue for women in the kitchen is safety. I was like, wait, what? But you got knives, <laughs> you know, you got your own knives. How are you? Unsa- How are you not cutting a mofo? Like, right. I'm like, but they talked about it. the first, the first thing that I learned about being a woman in the kitchen is that men or very intense. I'm like, listen, I just put down my kid. I came, I, they, y'all, I came off a blogging. I came away from being a photographer and on a photo line with a bunch of men who, who were trying to intimidate you on, on that. I'm like, wait, coming into the kitchen, I got, you're going to call this a male dominate. I'm like, but, but women should own this. No, we don't. Cause women don't own, don't own an industry. What industry? Give me an industry. Tweet me right now at dryer bus. What's a what's a female dominant? If you haven't even heard such a thing, 
female-dominated industry. Have you ever heard such a thing? But you're a male-dominated industry all the time. Why is that? When the majority of the money that's spent is spent by women in, in all industries, okay? So I was like, okay, well, since this is a safety, here's how I'm going to do it and be safe. I'm going to do it in my own kitchen. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go live from my own kitchen. I don't need to go in nobody's kitchen. I ain't, I'm not even trying to go in nobody's kitchen. And even going live in my own kitchen, there are some there are some issues of safety questionable there. Somebody said, oh, my God, you're so brave. You're so brave showing your kitchen. And I'm like, okay, yeah, somebody, if somebody wanted to harm you, they're going to track you down. Anyway, I'm like, wow, just the, the conversations of how brave, 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 brave. I can't tell y'all how many times a day I hear that um, from people. I cannot tell you how many times I hear being brave. And I, and I hear it because, you know, I'm always trying to be safe. And yeah, I do things bravely in order to be safe. Um, but then again, even coming out, if that was your, that's four items, even if you had to break it down from three and then break it down to one, make sure that you understand your single issue. Um, because your single issue plays into the part of whether or not you're in the 80 and the 20. The 20, those people know that they know their single issue. Even the people in the 80, they, they, they know their single issue, but they, they, it may not be prioritized just, just, just right, you know? Eighty percent is not eighty percent of people are not. They, the priorities are not quite right. Twenty percent, yes, but that's why I say you got to break it down to the sixty, thirty, ten because you got to get to that that ten percent. That ten percent is pretty much where everybody wants to be. You want to be. They don't have to worry about their safety. They 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 have an escape. They have an escape. It's wrapping down till about we're at forty one and twenty into this. Uh, I'm going to take a few more minutes just to tell you one of the ways, think about it. I just said I was able to sit for safely. I was able to sit safely for 40 minutes and, and just talk about how I got out of bed safely, how I came down the hall and, and started the day. And now I'm going to go and catch up. It's about uh, 10, headed to 1030 in the morning here for me, and that means the next 30 minutes I've got to go, as soon as I, as soon as I stop talking, the dog is going to look at me like, are you ready? Are you ready? As long as I keep talking, he won't bother me, but as soon as I, I hit this, uh, wrap this thing up, he'll be ready to go out, and I got to take the dog for a walk safely, you know, and, and, and so forth and so on, so just, just keep in mind, um, don't don't try to blend in so much because you can be blending in something that's not safe. Um, but know what know what your issues are. Know what your issues are. Know how they fit on the ballot when it comes to to voting. Know how they fit on. Know how they fit on though with those who are running. There should be how many politicians out there that are working with you in mind. They literally have you in mind because they know you, because you know them. Somewhere on that ballot, you should not be going in and casting a full, whole-ass ballot, and you don't know anybody. You've never spoken with anybody on there. That's, that's, that should never happen. That should never happen. Somebody on there should specifically have you in mind as they are. And I know everybody tell you, get registered and vote. There should be somebody on there because on the ballot, yes, you have your president. This is a presidential election. 
So yeah, you got the president, you got some people from Congress on there, you got some um, local politicians, and then you got some hyper-local. You got city, you got county. Um, somebody on there, you should be casting a vote from because it's purely personal. This person knows me. I can call that person. They can call me. They know that I'm I'm looking at every decision that they are making. You should have expressed that, especially if housing is a concern, health is a concern, education is a concern, and employment is a concern, and safety is a concern. Somebody needs to know how you feel about those things. And if you are, and we just passed the we just passed the date to be registered to vote in this election, you're in it now. If you're in it, you're in it. Somebody on there should know how what your issue is and how you feel about those things. And if they don't, you need to be sending out that email. Hi, I'm so-and-so. I live in your district. We've never met. And they'll probably tell you, yeah, I know you. Because a lot of times people who are on that ballot, they start on that ballot because they already know who you are, where you live, how these things that you haven't even prioritized yet. They already know how they affect. Then you're going to say, I live in zip code, area code, district, this and that. Oh, they already know how these things work. They're going to be able to tell you some things that you might not have made a priority yet. I, we just had a, a, a neighbor, a, a neighboring county uh, politician all last week. It's always, can always tell me some things that, because I can't pay attention to everything. That's why we have these people. She said, she'll say, well, do you know that this is going on over there? No, I didn't know that because my single issue is safety. I don't go over there. But guess what? They're trying to put this in your neighborhood. They want to, they, that piece of land, those trees that I just talked about. I can wake up one day and like, wait, what's all this sun in my eye? Somebody can come any day now. If, if I don't stay up on things, I don't pay attention to the issuance signs and the meeting signs and all that. I could wake up, somebody can come and wipe all that down because that, that, those trees are there, but that land that's over there, that land is it's for sale. It's already marked with, it's already got, every time I come home and, and for the past decade I've driven down this road, it's always had a for sale sign there. It's, all, it's already marked with a turn lane. I was like, man, that turn, why is that turn lane there? There's, when I talk about cars opening up on the parkway back there, that parkway has been there about maybe five years now or more. Definitely more than that. You know, no businesses are built on the parkway yet. But who's to say that in 10 years, it's not a full-on parkway? Hell, the mall wasn't there 30 years ago. Okay? So, and there are people right now that have got proposals on the table. Probably want to build all kind of stuff over there. And I'm, I'm hoping, the only reason I'm still in this community as opposed to any other community is because I am hoping that uh, a, there's a p- patch of land that's going that has some of the amazing views. I'm hoping that they decide some kind of development. And as a matter of fact, I said that to a realtor. I'm like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm still here. I'm hanging out. I, I, I saw some plans once where they wanted to do some multi-use stuff. She said, if they, she says, mm, this is that's coming because she's in, she's in real estate. She's like, and you might get some multi-use. You might get some because you know what? I'm, again, I'm looking at the exit strategy. I'm looking at the, what does the retirement look like? You know, do I stay in the state? Do I stay in the county? Do I stay in the city? Do I stay in the country? Because many American retirees, you know, end up living outside the country so they can get ten times their retirement. 
Okay? I'm just saying. You have to. But if you don't have a strategy, let alone an exit strategy, most people didn't even have an entry strategy. I had an entry strategy. I had a strategy while I was in it. And now I have, I'm working on my exit strategy. I'm learning skills that I can supplement my, my income for the rest of my life. It's like knowing how to do this. I may do it now for a couple of years, but it, I'm always about building something I can fall back on. If I wanted to do go back into technology, do websites, all of those things, I can fall back. I always have something you can fall back on. Look where we are now. I, I had a I had a jumped on a live stream um, day before yesterday. Got the best advice ever. I was like, what what is, I asked them, what's your advice for retirees? They was like, start a daycare. I'm like, okay, well I don't like kids like that. But what I, what didn't go over my head was. How about changing up the customer a little bit? Change up the demographic. You know, right now my customer is an adult. Why is my customer not kids? Because that's some advice that I had given somebody else. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, what of all the things that I do, um, how could I? That that whole scenario I gave y'all, just gave y'all about housing, education, health, and employment. That strategy, I got that strategy from some kids because I went to go volunteer and judge a contest with some kids, and th- that those were their concerns, not adults, all right? That's what, those were the concerns of kids. Kids are concerned about their parents' health. Their, no, kids were concerned about their grandparents' health, their parents' employment, their own education, and the housing in their community. That well, Those were the top four things that they were concerned about. Because that and that's what goes on in their lives. Those are the priorities that they would love to see because of, because of where they were on the spectrum of 80-20 or 60-30-10. Those were the concerns because and, and housing first, because of where they lived. Because of where they lived, education wasn't the best. Employment was an issue. There were no jobs where they lived. There are today. Because because with the all the the apocalypse that's happening with all the with the industry apocalypse, guess what's guess what's moving to their community right now, jobs. Okay, guess what um guess what's changed right now, education in a pan. It, but it took a pandemic. It took a pandemic because humans weren't willing to make the sacrifices or nor the priorities. So it took a full on pandemic to to level the playing field. For them, and now there's so many jobs in the, in their area, um, and so forth. Because what was cheaper, the land, because because it everybody wanted to move out of the 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 corporate buildings because corporate didn't need any space anymore. They're like like everything now. Logistics is logistics is so important right now with the fact that humans can't go to all the stuff that they want, and then you got to take all the stuff to the humans. Logistics is very important. Logistics was a, a superior industry in the 70s. It's back. It's back. I told you, there's trees on one side. There used to be trees on, on three sides. But what's on the other side now? Warehouses. Because it was land that sat there. Thank God it's not enough on this side, but guess what could go there? As all of these space, all these spaces, people people are saying that there are a number of uh, restaurants and stuff that's opening, and but they're not opening because they, they're not opening because they're gonna have people dining in. They just need logistics. They need fulfillment centers. Think about it. when you see all these places opening, is because 
it used to be if a fast food place or a restaurant or whatever, what they call fast casual now, if they opened in your neighborhood, they wanted to serve within a particular, they wanted, they, they knew that they were going to get, one of the reasons you had, um, let's say, let's take McDonald's for instance. Like you got a McDonald's, probably, if you want to go to McDonald's, you can probably choose between four and five locations, right? But the locations were like that because you traveled to those locations. It was known that as a customer, the strategy was as a customer, you only probably going to be willing to travel within three miles. But now that they have to bring it to you, they're, they're willing to go 10, 15, 20 miles. I don't know. I, mean, I think about, about 10 miles. I'll say 10 miles, right? So think about it. You used to be able, your customers used to be just in within three miles. Now your customers are within 10 miles. That's logistics. And now you've got those locations, though, that real estate, people say it all the time that McDonald's is not in the business of selling burgers. They're in the business of owning real estate because that real estate now becomes a fulfillment center. And now you've got, now you've got more customers. And if you haven't no, noticed um, equally, and I won't say more, but somewhat equally, um, what's coming in is also going out and being delivered, delivered, right? Now they get to say, and they literally can say, hey, let's go 15 miles. Let's go 20 miles because now they can look at a map and say, listen, we don't have a location there. Let's serve them. Let's serve them from there. And let's, let's crunch the numbers and find out how to do it. I've, I've got a, I've got a, a business idea that I've been like, I don't want, I don't really don't want to have to do it because I have to do it. But people are like, Hey, I'm willing to drive 20 minutes to get it. I'm like, what? So all I got to do is turn on the open sign. It's something, y'all. Okay, we got to get ready to cut out because this thing, we have gone over and so forth. But, again, there's three sides to this thing. Um, you know, find your single issue. Find your single issue, and I guarantee you it will lend itself to some of the other issues that you have. Um, and so that's it. That's all I can tell you. Start with that. Try to narrow it down to that single issue because it will impact, impact the larger issues that you have. It really starts with one, uh, and that goes to two and the three and then so forth and so on or vice versa. All right. But listen, you know, here's my other issue is only way I can continue to do all of this is, as I said, um, is I need your support. All you got to do is just go over, swipe over to shop dryer bus, shop dryer bus. If you heard me talk about having some of the books that I've written that can help you, those are in my bookstore. Go check out the bookstore at 27 answers. Uh, I've written 27 answers how to do everything. I've got a couple more that I'm editing that I will be loading. Um, if you want to know what goes on in the kitchen, we definitely have the recipes. You can download the recipes. And then, have you showered today? Y'all, I took me a nice hot shower last night. And I was like, you know, you're going to want to take another one in the morning. But let me tell you, I am showering with the uh, Mocha Harvest. Mocha Harvest, y'all, when that water hits that, the, never mind the lather, because that's there. But the warmth, it's like a warmth of a warm fire. It's like the aroma is a great, like a fall evening, sitting back and hearing the, I could literally almost hear the fireplace, right? I'm telling you, that is right there. And I'm so glad. I put the fragrance in. You get two options. Uh, if you want to do the uh, oatmeal honey, the fragrance is also in the oatmeal honey. And I also put the fragrance in the buttermilk bath, which I haven't even loaded buttermilk bath. I got to load the buttermilk bath. But listen, go to Shop Dryer Buzz. Get yourself a bar of that mocha harvest, okay? 
the feedback on it is awesome. I'm like, let me try this bar. I was trying to save all the bars. I'm like, I'm gonna use. I, I usually keep a sample bar. Uh, and I, I was like, I gotta try this, y'all. That right there is such. It's such a warming. Oh my God. I'm, it's, it's it's everything holiday. It is everything. That's your holiday shower. So try either the Mocha Harvest, the Holiday Honey, or this new buttermilk bath that I'm going to put on there. Those are the three that have the holiday scent. It's a pump. It's almost like a pumpkin spice, but it takes in. We're talking about the, like you start envisioning all the fall colors. Just that close your eyes and that warmth of it. Check it out. All right. If you missed Tuesday, which was any two Tuesdays, the next sale we're going to have, of course, to be. $5 Fridays, I, y'all, I hope this these bars last till Friday because, you know, each Friday, in fact, Mocha Harvest won't be on there. Uh, the the, the, the Oatmeal Honey will probably be on there. When we choose five soaps, we're going to choose five soaps on Friday. They'll be $5, but definitely go over and check out uh, Shop Dryer Bus. The activated charcoal, got to tell you now, there are three soaps that we have that have the activated charcoal. Now, I have one that's specifically unscented and activated charcoal. We're replenishing that. It was sold out. But there are other there are two others that actually have the charcoal in it. It's not a, they're not black. One of them is half activated charcoal and carrot, half carrot. And that's a big bar. So you can get that one. But also the dripping in bourbon is also activated charcoal. It just has a little bit of kale and clay in it. So it's actually gray and not black. But it does have a masculine scent that's still very comforting to women. So if we run out, and we always do, because even once I put this on there, people are going to reserve the bars. And I try not to put them on there so soon, because I don't want you to have to wait until it's ready for the ship. But people do like to reserve the bars. But we're going to get to a point where we're going to get some more bars out there. You don't have to reserve it. That we really, really keep it in stock, because the feedback that you guys are saying of how and why you use select the bars that you do. But keep in mind, you know, we were beta testing, still trying to come up with what our standard line of soaps will be. And so we are just now in the phase of keeping regular rotation on there and continuous restocking. Next week, I'll be restocking a number of them uh, that I have found that you love. All right. So I have got to get ready to get this dog out of here. You guys have yourselves a great day. Do me one more favor. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.